Hello? Yeah, hey. Hey, what's going on? Good. You, you doing all right? I'm all right, yeah. All right. Good business, good business. Thank so I you. guess we're going to get on here and get to talking about some good NBA stuff tonight, correct? Yep. All right, so let's just dive in here. So again, this is Trackstar Sports Presents Hard in the Paint with Miles Austin, where NBA news gets physical like the paint. Whether you want to body him like Shaq or finesse him like Hakeem the Dream, you're going to get the hard truth. Let's dive in. Hey, we got a special uh, hard in the paint tonight. I got my I got my my track star sports team member Bola here. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing good. No complaints on this end. Uh, I am. Well, I was kind of feeling this type of way about LeBron uh, winning last night, but uh, <laughs> I mean, it is what it is at this point. It, pretty much, yeah. It <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> Raptors have been this for three years, four years, I believe now. But um, you know, it, it, what what can you say? Um, yeah, they're soft. <laughs> can, can I rant? Am I allowed to you, rant? You okay, rant. this first the first rant <sighs> they will have here on Hard in the Paint. Raptors, you guys are soft. You guys came into this series as the number one team in the East, had the best bench, and yet you guys caved to LeBronto. <laughs> basically and you know it's really re- I was so disappointed I when I was watching last night game I, it was so uncomfortable for me to watch I had to change the channel I mean it it got it got bad I, I didn't expect a sweep I did expect some type of series um I didn't fall into the narrative of thinking that the Raptors would dethrone uh King James but I did think it'd be a better series than I I I, I did actually. You did. <laughs> I, I did. I thought so. For me, obviously, I didn't think it was going to be a sweep either. I didn't think they were just going to go in and blow the Cavs, but I thought it would go to Game Seven with Raptors winning it at home because, mm. of course, they, they had home court advantage. I yep. mean, I was going off their bench. Them having the best bench, you know, they had players that can come in and put up points, yeah. like score. Like their second unit put points on the paint, so that's um, put points on the board. I'm sorry. So that's what I was thinking. Go ahead. No, definitely, I definitely understand it. I think, I think, um, you, at the end of the day, a team that has two uh, perennial all stars, they have to um, dictate what the pace looks like. And when they didn't do that, now I will say, Kyle Lowry played um, a great series. Uh, he did games. The first game, I, I'd say he probably didn't play as good as he could. Um, but the last three games, he got, he got very aggressive, started um, getting the more, more of the team involved and, and just trying to get the ball into the paint. Um, but DeMar DeRozan, man, I just I – don't, I don't know. Heart was bad. I don't know what it is, man. I think it's more psychological. Makes sense. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, because you, you cannot be the face of the franchise and just completely give up. Yeah, I hear you. You know, just, just give up. Like, come on. You had 13 points in an elimination game, a do-or-die game. Yeah. Come on. You have to play better. And then for you to get ejected in the third quarter, that's not good. You know, I mean, how much is he getting? Isn't it like $139 million? Um, it? Something ridiculous. But I will say this. I, I do not believe that, that that foul last night should have been a flagrant, too. I don't think so, either. I think it should have been a flagrant. Um, you know, he's a shorter he's a shorter player. He missed the ball, went up for the block, missed the ball, hit him in the face. But I do right. believe there was a fl- there's a flagrant there. But flagrant one is unintentional. Flagrant two gets you done out of the game, obviously. But I think the refs looked at it like, look, they're down 
double digits. They're down big. Right. Um, no need for you to do that. It's if, it's a little bit too late. A little too late. They're just like, all right, cool. Let's just go ahead and throw them out now because if it gets any worse in the fourth quarter, you know, we're going to – it's going to be on our heads and our decision. So, um, you know, and I think – I think the, the the Raptors just. I'm, I mean, this is this is me. This is going to be one of the questions or one of the things that we go over. Let's just give okay. a quick overview tonight of what Harden Payton is going to look like. Uh, we got Dwayne Casey, who's currently on the hot seat. Now, yes, I do believe that it, it is time to either blow up this team or get a new coach to coach this team. We also have a question of how real was the Cavs sweep of the Raptors? Was it more psychological on the Raptors, or was it just LeBron James? being LeBron James, Western Conference, Rockets, Warriors. We all believe that this is going to be the Western Conference Finals. Who really comes out on top? Um, Philly and Boston, they, do they legitimately – whoever gets out of this series, do they legitimately have a chance against the Cavs? And last but not least, the question on everybody's mind that nobody seems to want to show where is LeBron James going to sign this offseason? So we'll start with Dwayne Casey on the hot seat. Okay. Ola, is it time? So for me personally, I don't think it's – they definitely have to blow it up, but I don't think um, firing Dwayne Casey, if they do, is their solve their problem. Got I it. think they just need to blow it up. It's not working. It's not working. It hasn't worked – this year, last year, the year before. I mean, they got swept last year. This and they lost to the same team last year. So, obviously, this team you guys put together, it's not working. Yeah. And we all, of course, well, myself, got in the jinx like, oh, okay, this is the team that's finally going to take the throne away from LeBron. Because I'm looking at they got Serge Ibaka, Anobi, you know, good players. Valenus, I don't know how to pronounce that dude's name. But, you know, like good players, players that can come in, set the pace of second unit. It didn't work. They were ran out of the building. So it's time to blow it up. I don't think firing Casey, if they do, solves their problem. I think they just need to blow it up, start fresh, trade Kyle Lowry, DeMarose, because it's not working. I hear you. So, I, so if we're hearing correctly, you you want at this point to blow up this team, blow it up. All right, and and this and this this isn't this is not a uh, unpopular opinion. People are looking at the Toronto Raptors as if what what's the problem? What is it? What happens when you play LeBron James? You guys fold. And and this is being a Cali native and and DeRonda Rosen being from I believe it's the Bay Area and from Oakland specifically. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, or I think it's LA, but I don't understand where he goes when LeBron James comes to Toronto. It makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. I don't get it. He this summer he's going to have to do a lot of soul searching. I, I he's going to have to do a lot of soul searching because it's just it's disappointing. Yeah, I it's disappointing. Agree with you. And in that same sentiment, uh, sentiment, how how real was the Cavs sweep of the Raptors? Was it more psychological from the Raptors' point, or was it just Bron being Bron? It's psychological because, and I'm going to tell you why. Look at the series before Raptors. Look at how Indiana played Cavaliers. I could literally say they almost won. You know, that block over um, that LeBron had over Deep Bow, it was actually a goal 10. So imagine if it was awarded a goal 10. They legitimately could have won that game. That block saved the Cavs, and they were able to win. I'll say this. I hated when they came out the next day, the NBA announced that that was. It, it was stupid because it, it solves nothing. Why even release that information? 
It doesn't make any sense. So see how the the pace is playing. That's why um Thaddeus Young was like, I can't believe the Raptors are gonna just let LeBron just go to the Eastern Conference. Like we should, you know. And I definitely understand. Like they play better, so I think it's more psychological. Yeah. I think that it's a Goliath and David kind of scenario. It's like LeBron is Goliath, not, not even David because David obviously conquered. So I'm not going to use that. But it's more like a Goliath, and they just then have that David yeah, spirit yeah. within them to knock him off. It's That's- more psycho. They just folded up. They their best game that they played well was Game One. After which, that, which they should have won. Which they should have won exactly. After that, just nothing. I mean, game three, I believe. Yeah, game three, DeMarozan was on the bench for the whole fourth quarter. That's your fourth, star player. Fourth, and I understand why he did that, Casey, because he wasn't producing. And that may be the reason he loses his job. But at, at, in, the, in the same breath, he, he did take your team to the number one team in the East. So it's one of those double-edged swords to see what you really want to do. So instead of going over to the Western Conference, we're going to stay in the East. We still have mm-hmm. Philly and Boston who are battling each other. The series itself is 3-1 right now with Boston being up three games to one with Philly taking a W last night. Now, is there does either one of these teams have a legitimate chance against LeBron James and the Cavs? Well, um, I think Boston has a chance. Okay. I don't think Philly, though. I think Boston has a chance. Okay. And now was it because because my argument to people that I'm talking to now via Twitter, via Instagram, whatever, I am going more towards coaching than the personnel. I think Brad Stevens is an amazing coach. Genius. And a very underrated coach. A lot of people kinda notice but don't really give him the, the credit that he deserves for taking a team who loses his both of his star players and is still look flirting with the Eastern Conference finals. That's right. Absolutely amazing to me. I totally agree with you, Miles. Totally agree with you, and that's why I'm going with the Celtics. And not just it's not. I mean, Brad Stevens, like you said, yes, but the players, the way they just play with so yeah. much chip on their shoulder, like aggression. You know, Terry Rozier, scary Rozier. I yeah. mean, Marcus Morris. I just love how he was the yesterday game. Like we up three zero in, in front of Joe and B face, like not backing down. You know, yeah. so. And that's how you have to be when you face LeBron. You can't cave in. You got to stand like, yo, I want this too. So yeah. I think that they have a better chance against against LeBron. I, th- I definitely will give them. And then, like you said, Brad Stevens obviously coaches better to me than Tyron Lue. So I'll give you that. I'll give you that. When you have the best player in the NBA. It's really- of course, your, jo- your job is easy. <laughs> Stevens. Um, Okay, so let's 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 make it official, concrete. Who comes out of this series, Boston or Philly? Boston. Boston. They're going home. <laughs> they're going they're going to finish yeah. it at home. Game five is it is back in Boston. Uh, Bowl is saying they're going to finish it out. It's um, a wrap. Hey, I'm not mad at that. Let's hop over to the Western Conference. Um, the Warriors and Pels. I think the Warriors and Pels play tonight, as well as the Rockets and the Jazz, both uh, being closeout games in games five. Rockets up three one. Uh, Warriors up 3-1 as well. I do believe the Warriors will probably close this series out tonight. I am a little bit unsure about the Jazz and the Rockets because of the way that the Jazz plays, but um, if this opportunity to close the door, the closing the door is right now. So we are all talking about uh, the Rockets and the Warriors going up in the Western Conference. Who right. who wins this series, Bowler? Warriors. And I'm going to tell you why. All right. Okay. 
Warriors' first experience, obviously, they've been there. This would be like what their fourth straight year? Yeah, the fourth time. I definitely would say experience one. Number one, they're the number one defensive team, I believe. Yeah, I'm right. And they move the ball well. Definitely. Houston, to me, is like a is like a bootleg warriors. You can't, if you're trying to cut, you're not the original, so it can't really. And with the, with the Houston, what I've noticed when I watch them is they, they, they live and die by the three. I think I've, t- I've said this on Twitter with you. They sure. live and die by the three. And if now they're good, they were, they're pretty good with the defense and the pick and roll, we you know with Harden, Capella, Chris Paul, but I just feel like, it's going to be a crazy series, but I still give it to the Warriors. Definitely. I still give it to the Warriors because when the Warriors start protecting, you know they're going to do a good job of protecting the permit and taking the um, the ball out of um, um, other players. Like Tucker, the way Tucker is just, you know, just dominating Jazz. I don't see that happening in the Warriors series. I don't see that. So they're going to take those guys out, and it's going to be Harden and Paul. Now, we all know that Paul has a hard time when he's being guarded by um, Curry because Curry just makes him run around, and he's just going to run out of breath. That's very true. (laughs) So he's going to run out of breath by the time he's running. And then it leaves it it all to Harden. Now, is he going to be going to the basket, get all those fouls? Mm, We'll see. But it's going to take a lot for them to beat the Warriors. I'm not even looking at the fact that Houston has home court. I don't think that phases the Warriors. I think they're focused, and they're gonna they're gonna come gun blazing. So I'm going yeah, with the Warriors. On. Hey, I, I'm not gonna disagree with you. Um, as a diehard Laker fan, um, me too. And, <laughs> yeah, I knew there was a connection there, <laughs> and, as, and as well as being from Oakland, I support the hometown team, man, and the Warriors. I I just don't see them losing. I, I and me and you've had this conversation before. Mm-hmm. Uh, about what the Warriors look like and what they're able to do and what the Rockets um, have accomplished this season, which is amazing. You have the MVP in James Harden. Mike D'Antoni's system works when he has the right players. I've never doubted that. You think back to Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire. Right. He make, I mean, the two years that Steve Nash won MVP is when Mike D'Antoni was his coach. Now, the real, the real Laker fans will definitely debate that Shaq should have won both of those MVPs. However... We will let Steve Nash and the history stay where it is. <laughs> right. Um, but the Warriors, what they're doing and how they're doing it is, is going to be unmatched. Um, when you when the three is not falling, they can get the ball in the paint. They can move the ball. They can play good defense. And their defense can lead to wins. Right. That's what I'm that's what I don't see with Houston. I don't believe that their defense is going to be up to par. And again, let's not act like the the Rockets are not being led by three, not not one, two, but three people who have a history of folding in the playoffs. James Harden, Chris Paul, and Mike D'Antoni as a coach. As a coach, exactly. Can, and it's crazy to me how this, if, of course, they go, which they will, to the Western Conference, this will be the first time Chris Paul's in the Western Conference final. It's crazy to but me. The team he had in the Clippers and Doc Rivers, they, I mean, they were, they basically, they were like a park, they were like a, um, a pickup game at, at at the LA Fitness or the or YMCA, like they were just <laughs> everybody. Like I remember, I remember doing a post up in, up in a in Debate Fuel where I listed every single player that has has been a part of the LA Clippers while Chris Paul and Blake Griffin were there. Mm-hmm. The list was endless, and it, these weren't just random names; these were marquee names that you're talking about: Jamal Jamal Crawford, Crawford. Mm-hmm. 
they had Eric Bledsoe at one point. Like these, this team should have done a lot more than they did in the time that they had together. But that's neither here nor there. I don't think the Rockets do it. I do think the Warriors come out on top, and we we may end up seeing a Warriors uh, Cavs four peat. So, I mean, I think the the Celtics will put up a good fight. I don't know if they'll come out and win, but a tough six or seven games. Um, I think if this if there if it was any year to do it, this would be the year to knock off LeBron James. But then yeah, again, this is. I agree. And if his team shows up, they're gonna they're gonna look good. So, uh, I, I mean, it, Boston comes out of the series. Boston and Cavs play. What what do you call it? Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> I agree. Um, man, honestly, I really want Boston to win, but <laughs> we all want LeBron James to lose, <laughs> right? But I think, man, LeBron being LeBron, and he's a great player. You know, not take anything away from him. I just think that he. I'm going to give it to the Cavs. Yeah, I'm going to give it to the Cavs. But I think this is the last year of LeBron going to the finals because Celtics are on or they're going. You know, now, right now they're like at high. They're going higher. <laughs> you know, because yeah. they're going to have their two superstars back. It's just it's going to be scary. I can't wait. I agree. I agree. We'll probably end up seeing Boston and Cleveland in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, Bron will probably find some way to crawl and, and drag his team to the Eastern Conference Finals to ultimately lose to KD, Steph, Draymond, and Clay. Um, and for their 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 back to back titles, three in the last four years uh, with the Warriors. Uh, now we're going to end with this bowler. Last question. All right. Exactly. Exactly what this is. Everybody's talking about it. Nobody seems to know, but they have it narrowed down to a few teams. What is the best move for Bron this offseason? Does he does he go down and join Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid? Does he become a Laker and bring a teammate? And the the Lakers are back back to form. I've heard people talk about the Spurs, Rockets. What's your thought? What's your thoughts? Mm, well, yeah, I definitely heard that. I don't think. He need, I mean, he can go anywhere now. He doesn't owe Cleveland, obviously, anything. But a lot of people have been saying Lakers or Philly. I would say Philly will be the best bet because he got Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, a good coach, and Brett Brown. He doesn't really have to work that hard. But Ben Simmons does have to work on his jump shots, though. Oh, for sure. He can't shoot outside of, like, 10 feet, I believe. It's ridiculous. It's, it is. So I, I'll go with Philly. You're going to go with Philly now. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if it's the bias in me as a, as a diehard Laker. <laughs> However, at the same time, Philly is a great choice when you have somebody like Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. But you also have to visit the health the health aspect. This is oh, the first yeah. in Joel Embiid in the playoffs playing consistently, not on a minutes restriction, as well as Ben Simmons missing his first year, the quote unquote walk on rookie that he's probably right gonna winning. The- yeah, but at the same time, I mean, those two are going to be good pieces, great coach. Um, I do think there is something to be said about uh, LeBron James possibly bringing uh, someone like a Kawhi Leonard or Paul George with him um, that could change the dynamic of that team, allowing Lonzo to still um, run the show, um, having a scorer in Kyle Kuzma who's going to give you 16 to 20 points a night, and somebody like B.I. who didn't get a lot of a lot of playing time. Right. Uh, the year due to injury, but he is a great piece. He's a he's a broke man's KD is what we look at and seeing what he's able to accomplish. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards the Lakers. Lakers, just, okay. Just because um, I think I think Luke Walton has a winning mentality. What he was able to do with this team uh, this year and create the defensive 
uh, schemes and minds and sets that we that we were running this year um, imposed on top of not really having the best personnel. Uh, we had Brooke Lopez who was off and on, Luau Dang who whose contract is killing us. Just killing, killing. Like, we're not paying this guy. Julius Randle has showed up. Um, I loved what Luke Walton did when he said, "Hey, look, we didn't give you an extension. Show us that we were wrong." Right. You, you have to appreciate that, and the coach who's going to push you uh, to be the best version of yourself, especially on the court. Um, I do think that Lonzo has a little bit of a ways to go, just in his uh, being a consistent shot. But that, but the the schemes that he brings and the atmosphere that he brings to the to the court and being a playmaker, his vision is ridiculous. It is. He's he's good. But like you said, I do need for him to work on his shots. He got to be better. Yeah, definitely. Especially being consistent in, in a league full of point guards who. Don't pass. Lonzo Ball is somewhat of a historic player in the sense of, you know, 80s, 90s, when it was a pass first, I want to make others look good. When you talk about the Russell Westbrooks, Steph Currys, and Kyrie Irvins of the league, right. who you to drop 20, 25 a night, that's not who he is. I think he's going to end up being one of those players who can flirt with a, with, with averaging a triple-double no. for a year. Um, I think it's very possible. You look at, you know, maybe 16 points, 15, 16 points a game, 10 assists. And he's he he has an eye for rebound. Yeah, he, he does. I think he had like two triple doubles this he season. Did. I think he, so. averaged, he averaged eleven, seven, and seven in his rookie year. Who does that? Yeah, that, is, that is, that's a great that's a great stat when you look at and Ben Simmons as well. I think it's a great stat with with the the target that was on his back that the Levar Ball placed on him. Um, I'm not gonna of- lie, I wasn't really too high when we drafted him. I'm not gonna lie because I can't yep. stand Levar. Just his chirping. I love his business mind, but just the chirping, I don't like that. So I wasn't too high on it. But as I watched him play and just not pay attention to it and just focus, I was like, okay. Okay. No, I hear you. <laughs> that is well, – well, Bola, look, we appreciate you uh, definitely coming back and kicking it with us over here at Hard at the Paint. Thank you for having me. Definitely. Again, this is Trackstar Sports presents Heart in the Paint with Miles Austin, where NBA news gets physical like the paint. Uh, make sure for uh, any anybody who wants to check us out, check us out on uh, the podcast for, for our Apple users, as well as podcast, podcast for public for our Android users as well. If you want to check out Bola, she's uh, Sports Talk with Mo. You can check her out here on Anchor as well and throughout Trackstar Sports. She is coming in and doing her thing. Yes. Great. She covers not only just one sport, but plenty of sports. You want to talk to her, hit her up. How do, how do people follow you, Bola? Uh, on Instagram, it's Sports Talk with Mo. Facebook, Sports Talk with Mo. Twitter, Sports underscore with Mo. I got it, man. We appreciate you coming through. You Thank you. Reach out to us. I am Miles Austin on everything. Twitter, Instagram, Sports Talk with Mo. Check her out. You guys be safe and have a blessed night. Peace. Peace.